0: First time since Ben Simmons was traded, Uh, Joel Embiid and the Sixers got to face off against a healthy Ben Simmons and a somewhat healthy Nets team. No KD. And as you might expect, as you might be predicting, shit did get testy. Yes, it did. It got testy so fast in what turned out to be a really good game, actually, even though the Sixers went up big at first. Tons of hard fouls, borderline cheap shots. Sixers blow a 22-point lead at one point. Nets come roaring back. Nick Claxton was awesome. Kyrie was really good. Even Ben Simmons hit some really big shots down the stretch. Game ended 137-133 with the Sixers actually getting the dub. But here's the thing. The game had 45 fouls, seven technicals. Six on players and a seventh on a delayed game penalty that led to 63 free throws. If you are one of those people in your rocking chairs and you're praying and hoping for throwback basketball, that was it, folks. You got it. It was physical. It was nasty. It was feisty. And Ben and Joel, I think it is clear now, despite what they say, because they do tell us that, oh, we didn't, like, we weren't friends, but, like, we didn't have any problems with it. No, they don't like each other. That is big facts. They have a full-blown rivalry now on our hands, and me, me personally, oh, I love it. I could not get enough of it. When asked about the rivalry during the game, Joel Embiid, as per usual, did not disappoint He said when asked what he felt playing against his old teammates. I felt nothing. Just like every single night. I'm trying to just fucking kill whoever is in front of me. My mentality is always about scoring. If I get doubled, make the right pass. If I get played one-on-one or I see an opportunity to go score, I am going to go score. I don't know that I've ever heard Joel Embiid say he wanted to fucking kill someone on a court. Uh, so this feels not the same as normal matchups. Go kill whoever you want, Joel. But just just know that that's not the same energy that you bring every single night. So he posts up on Ben three times. He missed the shot once. He got fouled a second time. He got stripped a third. But there was some extra beef going on between the teams. Joel had... More aggression, more power, more something uh, against Ben. And at one point, Embiid took a full run down the paint. Ben Simmons made a business decision to step aside. And Joel Embiid dunked the ball, hammered it home, hung on the rim an extra second. Then he twisted around and stared down Ben Simmons. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. He then shivved Ben in the back early in the game as well. So the things that are happening between Brooklyn and and Philadelphia, they are real. This is a new beef that is going to happen and continue as long as Harden and, and Bede are on the Sixers and as long as Kyrie and Ben Simmons are on the Nets, it is real. Harden does not like Kyrie. We know that. He wanted out of Brooklyn because of Kyrie. Kyrie does not like Harden they were going at each other in practice one-on-one lots of nastiness going on between the two Embiid and Simmons we know they very much didn't like each other as teammates and now the two teams are battling for the position in the playoffs they are battling for the top four they're battling for a playoff series and I hope they see one another in the playoffs don't you? Watching Ben and Joel Embiid square up seven times—a Ben Simmons revenge spot—that's the kind of NBA we need. That's the kind of NBA I am looking for. Moving on, I don't know if you've heard about this because it's relatively new. There's this, there's this new technology called Chat GPT. It's AI. You can get it to do anything for you. You can get it to write papers for you. You could get it to write a script for you. You can get it to make arguments about why villains are actually the heroes in movies. There's all kinds of t- TikToks being made about it. It's blowing my mind. But what I know about ChatGBT, based on what I have heard, is that very clearly it infiltrated the NBA two nights ago. That is true. How do you know? Because they're not sentient beings, Right? these AI creatures, these robots. And you know when you come across someone who's who's a robot. You know what's human and what's not human. We speak a certain way, right? And when you see and hear this, you will know that this is not a normal interaction between reporter and player. So Russell Westbrook was asked some questions after a very disappointing loss turn the ball over late everyone's giving him a hard time they played the clippers they lost by 15 or so and then this young woman that we did not get to see her face did this um first of all congrats on congrats on making uh the 24,000 uh points mark yeah, yeah. Thank you. uh tonight you use impressive dribbling skills to successfully uh fake out your opponents multiple times and um, in the second quarter, you made a jump shot where your body was turned like 180 degrees away from the basket. It was just an amazing shot. You're always making these spectacular moves with just within a split second. Um, do you anticipate doing them or is it just a second nature to you? Like do you just not even have to think about it? Pause. uh, his answer does not matter. That's not a person. That's either. Okay, so it could be a person that ChatGBT wrote that script for her. But this is a plant. This is a thousand percent a plant. There's two explanations, right? So she's a plant is the first one. Doesn't this seem rehearsed? Is she a friend? Do they know each other? He was ready. He was smiling. Impressive dribbling skills to successfully fake out your opponent. Those words have may have never been strung together ever in life before. That is a gentle question that only an NBA TNT kids reporter would ask. (laughs) Or somebody that you're just friends with. It's like when uh, Kristen Ledlow gets LeBron James for an interview. Oh, today, LeBron, you were wearing your LeBron 20s, and it looked like you were extra explosive and successfully faking out your opponent. On the other hand, though, the other potential explanation is this chat GBT idea. Getting more and more sentient by the moment, iRobot robot style. Infiltrating the Lakers' pressers, because this sou- sounds exactly like the question that you would have when you input or have data and that's what it spits out. Hey, help me ask R- Russ a question that would make him happy and in a good mood. And that's the kind of question that ChatGBT would spit out. Probably one of the craziest exchanges I've ever seen in a press room. And I am not, if anything, but intrigued about who she is. Who is, uh, we didn't get to know her outlet name. We didn't get to know her name We didn't get to see her face. Apparently her name is Julia McIntyre and she covers uh, the Lakers for news for you online which let's be honest probably got put up and made four days ago by chat Gbt. Like, I it has exactly 215 followers on Twitter. She's just out of college. If this is a plan to go viral, I am I am proud of her. If she's only 22 years old and she's hitting you with the successfully used your ball handling skills to fake out your opponent, nothing but success, I hope, for her. I'm still not 100% convinced that she's not AI, though. I'm going to need to see real blood come out of her body in order for me to not say, Huh. You gotta watch it again. Don't just take my advice. Don't just take my word for it of the 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 sot that we just played. Go on TikTok and Google it, cause his reaction is priceless. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, let's talk a little bit more about the Lakers. So, moving on, Rui Hachimura. Rui Hachimura broke the internet. So this is probably one of the stories I could not have seen coming. I did not see it coming. And it does now make some more sense why the Lakers may have made the trade that they did. Well, it all comes down to one thing, which is money. And we know Jeannie Buss does not have a lot of it. She's one of the poorest billionaires you've ever met. She has that as her only stream of income, and she's doing whatever that she can to keep this little family business alive. And now it makes sense why they would value the Japanese big man as much as they did. So following the trade from Washington, which is the doldrums of, of relevancy, right? No one cares about what's happening here. Not even C-SPAN cares what's happening here, and they're covering this place 24-7. But Los Angeles the Japanese streaming service, NBA Rakuten. They love some Lakers, Rui Hachimura. It happens to be the only streaming service for the NBA in, the, uh, in Japan, and they immediately scheduled all of Rui's games so that all of Japan could watch him play. Immediately. Of course... It's the Lakers, right? So half of the country probably wanted to watch the best basketball player on the in the in the world, right? LeBron James. And then you've got Russell Westbrook. He's quite enticing as well. Their game started at 12:30 p.m. Tokyo time. And you know what happened? Predictably, the whole damn thing came crashing down. Yeah. The entire streaming service Melted into oblivion 10 minutes before tip-off. They could not handle the bandwidth that Rui Hachimura, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, and probably Dennis Schroeder, international German phenom, ended up bringing to the table. An entire country tuned in to catch Rui Hachimura, who I told you, I told you he is on Bags of chips all over Japan. Just know he's popular over there, and all they got when they tuned in was a 414 error. That's what they got. According to Basketball News Japan, with only 10 minutes left before the game started, the, country on, the country's only official streaming service, NBA Rakuten, went down. NBA Rakuten offered free YouTube streams to the local audience starting at approximately the nine-minute mark in the second quarter. That's a rough look. That is a rough look for the first game to see Rui Hachimura. You went from streaming service that collapsed to now you're putting the thing on YouTube TV. I think the game just finished like 10 minutes ago. The YouTube TV lag is so far behind. Live action. Have you ever tried to watch YouTube YouTube TV? Sports, YouTube TV, I had to pay so much money just to get back on track. Cause Twitter would be two, three, four, five minutes in front of me in my stream. If you got bad internet, it's even worse. So if you're the Lakers, money is coming, baby. Rui Hachimura is gonna be very profitable for you. I saw Hang Chu who is a female basketball player for the New York Liberty. She's 6'11", she's from China, sat next to a bunch of people who flew in from Beijing just to watch her play. Watch what happens for Rui. Ichiru Suzuki single-handedly kept the Seattle Mariners afloat for like 15 years. So maybe Rui Hachimura is the uh, is the panacea to all of the issues for the Lakers. He's going to become a cash cow for Jeannie Buss, whether he thought he would or not. So, I eat up Michael Jordan's stories. I can't get enough of them. I need to know everything that goes on inside of his crazy head and all of the decisions that he makes. He is not just the GOAT, but also what makes him more interesting is that he's certifiably insane. He's just, it just is. Ask former Hornets and current Suns big man, Bismack Biombo. He was the number seven pick in the 2011 draft. He ends up with the Charlotte Bobcats on draft day, right? He played in Charlotte from 2011 to 2015, and then actually again from 2018 to 2021. So he's been around Jordan a lot, we could probably say. So according to Bismack, Jordan would regularly murder current players in practice for no reason. Bismack said this, Michael Jordan would come into practice and just play one-on-one with players and then just kill them. I remember, I think T-Rob, Thomas Robinson played for the Bobcats and he would just tell him how, how lesser of a player he was. Michael Jordan, pause. Keep in mind, at this time, he is 55 fucking years old, busting the ass is of 20-year-old players regularly for no reason whatsoever just to break their spirit on the team that he owns. So Bismack continues. He goes, Mike is Mike, man. I've seen him play one-on-one with players after games, one-on-one, just taking them out. So this was probably, I think, seven, eight years ago. Seven, eight years ago, he would come into practice and just play one-on-one and just kill a 100%. I didn't even think he could still move like that. What a psycho like what a psychotic person. You come in and you disparage and break down the players that play for the team that you own that you want them to have confidence and succeed. And also he still is so physically gifted. He could probably still play. Good minutes for the Charlotte Hornets. It probably could play, probably could step in for LaMelo Ball when LaMelo Ball twists his, like, 17th consecutive ankle. Bismack continued with this. I think somebody during COVID actually challenged him because we had a phone call, and he said, okay, give me a couple of months. I just need to get in shape. I don't need to run and all that, but just give me a couple of months, and I'll be ready for one-on-one. I wouldn't suggest anyone take him up on that. He said, could you imagine 60 year old MJ just giving buckets to Kelly Oubre, just giving buckets to Terry Rozier, just and shit talking him the whole time about how trash they are. Yes, yes, I can. He is insane. No other player short of Kobe and LeBron, probably not even LeBron, honestly, probably just Kobe. A hundred years from now, we will be discovering new tales about michael jordan because everyone is true everyone is more crazy than the last and i don't think anyone can get enough of them